Welcome to Money Grows on Trees. Money does grow on trees. A podcast full of practical, real-life money lessons that you wish you learned in school. Lloyd is a former lawyer turned lifestyle entrepreneur. In each episode, he'll be answering the tough questions around money, investing, and entrepreneurship to help you transform your money mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Lloyd Ross. All right, welcome back to the show. Money Grows on Trees podcast. My name's Lloyd Ross, and this episode is all about my friend Pam. What's up, Pam? Hi, Mo. Hi. Pam Paz, my guest on the Money Grows on Trees podcast. This is the first episode uh, of, of being on a podcast, right? Um, I think it's my second, but second definitely very honored to be here. Second, I thought we had number first place. Oh, never mind. So second time. Well welcome. Welcome to the welcome to the to the show. Uh we, we don't do many guests on the show. We're gonna uh, maybe change that, but I really was excited about bringing you on as a guest because you got some cool value to share with, with the audience, um, based on your own personal story as well as what you're doing and, and what you're all about. And I think that's going to be great for them to listen to and, and also great for you and your growth too. So um, welcome. Welcome, welcome, Thank welcome. you. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here. And I guess that to be, you know, one of the first guests on your podcast. I know it's sharing so much value to everyone. I know that a lot of my friends are listening to your podcast. So thank you. <laughs> no, of course. No, thanks for sharing it. And uh, what I love about this story, if anyone who doesn't know, is that Pam is one of my five steps to millions. She's one of my 12-month mentoring students. One of the first, actually. Uh, we'll unpack a little bit about that on, on this episode. But what was happening recently is Pam sent me her new goals. And on one of the goals, it was to be a guest on a podcast. So get on two shows. And I think what's really fascinating about that, Pam, is that when you write your goals down and you share them with people, they, they're created, right? <laughs> they come true. Absolutely, absolutely. That's why it's the power of, you know, vision and writing your goals down and being clear. <laughs> the power of writing your goals down and being clear, absolutely. So it came to fruition for you and I think this is a great example of why it's important, right? So so here's what I want to do first. Let's just break, let's just uh just relax you a little bit. Let's get let's have some fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna quick fire questions down to you that are fun and you're just gonna answer them as fast as you can, okay? So that the audience can get to know you a little bit better. And, uh, and, and, you know, hopefully we can um, have some fun with it. So, ready? Sure, let's go. Okay. Cat or dog? Dog. Summer or winter? Summer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, favorite, I may not say this one, favorite food? Oh, um, Italian. <laughs> Italiano. Okay. Uh, favorite song? Oh, my goodness. Anything? <laughs> Anything to do with Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Ed Sheeran. All right, he's popular. Uh, so I wouldn't even ask you this one. Favorite musician would be Ed Sheeran, I imagine. <laughs> Favorite movie? Oh, you know, um, I would probably have to say White Chicks. <laughs> white Chicks. All right, there you go. Comedian, comedian here. We've got a uh, great movie. You haven't seen it. Funny. Uh, favorite holiday destination? Oh, Croatia. Same Croatia. Great. Yeah, beautiful. Dubrovnik, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, favorite drink? Mm, what type of drinks are we talking about here? Yeah, any, any. <laughs> I would probably, I would probably go with a margarita. Margarita, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, all year round margarita, brilliant, excellent. So there you go. Thanks for playing along, uh, Pam. Appreciate it. Um, I have some other questions here that won't be 
It's like favorite, <laughs> favorite child and favorite. No, it's just a bit of a joke. So okay, all right. Let's um let's dive into uh let's dive into money. Let's dive into wealth. Let's dive into your story. Um, uh, would you be able to maybe just take us back to uh, not too long ago, but where you were at before we started working together and 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 what's kind of maybe happened since then? Mm, yes, absolutely. Um, so I guess, look, I think rewinding back to 2020, which is, was a very significant time for everyone, um, I, I remember in 2020, I realized that I didn't have a vision for my money, right? It really kind of zoomed into me during the pandemic and kind of realizing that I had been working really hard because obviously hard work has always been ingrained in me. Um, I think I was working two jobs at the age of 15. Wow. <laughs> um, so, but you know, when I looked down on my bank statement, I was kind of embarrassed. I felt that I didn't really have anything to show for it. Um, besides obviously my closet and 26 countries that I had traveled to. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, like at the time when we were going through a pandemic, you know, I didn't have the financial security that uh-huh. a lot of people were wanting yeah. at the time. So that's 2020. So 2021, I realized I've got to change that story. I've got to get on top of my money game. And I went off and pretty much read every book under the sun um, that you can imagine. <laughs> um, and yeah, like I tried to learn as much as I could on my own. But I felt like there was still something missing. Like I just couldn't work it out, but I knew that there was something missing. So I guess December came and reality hit again. Um, I had overspent uh, on Christmas, spoiling my loved ones, (laughs) as you do. Um, And yeah, I kind of felt that embarrassment again, where I felt I had been working so hard on saving some money, but then I've just gone and blow everything. And kind of robbing myself and that feeling Mm. of robbing myself really took me back. So I kind of just told to myself, enough is enough. You've got to do something about this. And yeah, almost like ask for a sign and (laughs) believe it or not, that sign came through when I got your email telling me about your new book, Money Buys Happiness. (laughs) Awesome. There you go. (laughs) So yeah, I instantly bought it, listened to it. I think in the same day I finished it. Wow. I was like, okay, great, great content. But it's it kind of was that light bulb moment for me when I realized I don't need another book. I need a mentor. That's what I need. <laughs> yeah. Did you read it in the did you read that in the book? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> great. <laughs> awesome. That's um, what kind of made me realize, you know, like it's I, I can't do this on my own and I don't sure. want to do this on my own, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I did want to ask someone for help that knew what they were doing. Okay. Because I think sometimes we can get caught up in asking the wrong people and then that yes. can take us into other loops. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we organized our discovery call and, yeah. Here we that's are. How it started. Yeah, and you've just had such tremendous results. I mean, you started, was it December, January, that time really when you started? Yeah, I think it's the first week of January. Yeah, so, which is this year, so January 2022. And just maybe tell the guy, like, it, hey, I think what you touched on was really important to point out is that the very first stages of transformation is the decision. So you, you like, you know what, I overspent again, I'm going to absolutely take action now. And I think it's great that you started with books. I think that's the first step of mentorship because you are learning from other people. And so a lot of people, they don't read anymore. This is crazy. 
And so what's fascinating about your journey is that, yes, when we did release our second book, Money Buys Happiness, you grabbed it, you, dove, you just devoured it in a day. And in that, you, you realize, hey, actually, one more book's not going to help, but I do need someone to really help me get into action, hold me accountable and do all these things, right? So you chose mentorship, you jumped in together, and it's been a bit of a dream run, I think, for you. Like, I'm I, I, just watching you, and you're so coachable, and you just do things, and it's just a... a you just really, I don't know, it's just been awesome to work with you. So tell maybe the guys, uh, the listeners, what what things you've achieved since then. So this is six months later, right? Mm-hmm. Wow, I can't believe it's been six months. Um, well, <laughs> so I guess just to take everyone back uh, to the rec- discovery call that we had together because I think that was the, the moment, the first breakthrough that I had because I remember you asked me, um, no, actually, you took out your calculator on your phone and you said to me, this is when you'll become a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> and at the time, like being a millionaire didn't even cross my mind. It's not something I ever even thought about. So when you said that out loud, I said to myself, you know what, if I'm going to learn from anyone, I better learn from someone that's already a millionaire. So I think that's when the plant, um, the seed was planted in my brain. Um and I think that the steps after that were just, you know, to organize my money, first of all, because yep. I think I had multiple banks in my failed attempt to, you know, organize my money. So I remember we just worked on that, summarized it to one bank account. And yeah, I just felt like, I felt like the, the ball started to roll from there. Yeah, we simplified um, it, right? We simplified things straight off the bat. Yeah, absolutely. By doing that, I think, oh, and then the second thing we did was I paid off all my debt with the savings that I had, which um, I guess that feeling of being debt-free threw me into even more of momentum, you know, because now I had, you know, easy ways to keep my money. I had, um, you know, I had no debt, which that incredible feeling of being free, it was like, okay, what do I do next? Yes. So those were the first two things that, that really, really helped me. Um, and I think everything kind of just started to roll from there. Yeah. All right. I remember just opportunities started to knock on my door. Mm. Um, there's one particular memory that I have that I'm, I was asked to write an article. And, of course, you know, that, that fear kicked in. And I remember messaging you and saying to you, oh, I've been asked to write an article, but I don't know if I should. And you just said to me, you know what, man? You've got to go out and make a mess. <laughs> yes. Go make a no, mess. No one's going to remember in 20 years' time. And I think that really helped me because I was. I, I think you just sometimes need that person to be like, no, oh, you can do it. Yes. Um, even though, you know, I'm usually very good with my self-talk, but I just needed that reassurance that a mentor can give, can give you. Mm. So, yeah, so I guess... After doing that, um, I had no idea that that article was going to be published um, in Vogue magazine and seven other newspapers. So I guess that leap of faith or, or that courage just really, really took me into momentum again, you know, yet again. So I think that was incredible. Um, and I think that what came after that was just really working on multiplying my money. So what do I do now was my question. And that's when we looked into opening up an investment account, you know, 
um, kind of making my money multiply on its own. I remember when I invested my first thousand and I thought it was the scariest thing that you could possibly yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, it's frightening for a lot of people, that first step, right? Because it's like a bit of a faith step. Um, yeah. yeah, but you did it, right? You Again, the, the magic's on the other side of the, the, the comfort zone, right? So you moved past. And now what's happening with that? Uh, absolutely. Wow, well, it's it's definitely grown. Um, now I've got two numbers, <laughs> two digits. Um, so I'm happy. Now I've got to aim for the three digits. Um, yeah. But yeah, like it's been really, really good. Um, but yeah, you know what? With investing, I think it's more the, the fee that we you know, we grow up hearing, you know, you're going to lose all your money, like, yep. don't do that, X, yep. Y, and Z. But when I, once I did it, I realized, you know what, it's not that scary, and I can do it, and yep. I'm going to be earning a lot more than what I'm getting in my, you know, normal bank account. Yes. So, I guess it, having that knowledge really, really helped me and helped with my confidence as well. Yes. Wonderful. So, I guess, uh, I guess by that time, I think it was only the second month in. Yeah, yeah, you did a lot in the first two months. You really ticked a lot of boxes in that first eight weeks, which is amazing. You did everything perfectly from the beginning, and it's just such a pleasure. That's why I love working with you, because you're just boom, 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 boom. You're just action taker. <laughs> what happened after that? It was it got even better. <laughs> it wasn't the end. Then what happened? Um, then what happened? Um, so we jumped on the, um, one of our Q&As, and... I remember saying to you, I just, I feel overwhelmed. I feel like I'm going on a bit of a loop. And you kind of just said to me, when are you resigning from your nine to five job? <laughs> I think that, yeah, we did this exercise where, so for part of the mentorship program we have is, is live Q&As with me, right? Once a week. So Pam jumps on, wonderful group of people, great environment. And I just love everyone that does it. And, you know, so many, so many ideas come out of it, but you never know what's going to come onto it until I get certain questions. And this particular question did come from Pam saying, hey, I'm overwhelmed. And she actually said, I actually feel like I'm spinning too many plates. Mm. And that is a really common issue when it comes to success. Because if you are spinning too many plates, you can't focus. And if you can't focus, you can't win and you can't build wealth or succeed at anything, right? So we did this quick exercise and I got it to write down very quickly all the things she's spinning, all the plates. I think it was about 10. And uh, there's a lot of plates, Pammy. Good, good spinning. But um, and I said we did a bit of a countdown, and I said, hey, you've got like uh, 20 seconds or something like that. I want you to cross out all the ones you just don't really care about or need, right? So she's crossing them out, and what's fascinating is we jump at the end of it. You know, time's up. What's remaining? She said, actually, I crossed out my job. Which was perfect because the reality set in that you actually were staying in a job that you didn't need anymore because you developed your business to the point outside where it was earning enough you could take that step away from from the wage, right? Yeah. And that was probably the, the, the penny drop moment for you where you're like, <laughs> Oh, that's what I'm that's the big plate that I'm spinning. Yes. I remember when you said that question, I, 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 to be honest, in my mind, I said to myself, oh, you know what, maybe in 12 months time. I think that's Yes, that's right. I remember. That sounds safe. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess a week later, I called my boss and the first words that came out were, um, and I think he automatically knew because usually I'm, you know, very happy and bubbly. And when I said to him, um, he was like, oh, no, what are you going to say to me? <laughs> uh -oh. um, 
And I struggled to get the words out. I struggled yeah. to say, oh, I'm resigning um, because I didn't think of resigning because I actually loved the company. I sure. was happy with where I was at. Um, but the thing is, I had reached the limit of what I could earn. Um, and like you said, you know, my business started to grow a lot because I had worked on my mindset around my business as well and yep. almost gave my money a job. So I think it all kind of started to bring us into momentum. So anyways, I think, what, three, four months into the program, I resigned from my nine to five. Yes. What a great, wonderful win. You did. It was a bold move. And uh, it was took courage and you did it quickly. Yeah. You wrote the resignation letter, you were out of there. And you know what I love about that is that, you, yes, when you found a home for your money and you got, it, you got your money sorted out, you got your debt sorted out, you got your, you know, your asset building sorted out and your education and your accountability. And as you said, it created momentum because it gave you confidence and it did this. And there was this roll-on effect of all these great wins you were getting. And um, that obviously then, you know, just, you could have, it's just a little bit of a push fast to say, hey, let's resign. Like, when are you resigning? It's a fair question. Like, maybe not next year, but maybe next week. And that was compressing the time that which you would want to go and build your dream. Like, why wait? Right? Like, what are we, someday becomes never day. Later becomes never. There is a never later time. If you need to do it, you need to do it now. Right? So you took the courage again, which is one of the great traits I love about you is your courage your five seconds of courage, you're great at that. And you did it. So what I love about that, and it's going to get to the next part of the, the episode that I'm excited to, to talk to you about is it allowed you now to, you, you, you're building your own dream, your own empire, your own brand, your own business. What's that like? Tell us what it's like now on the other side of getting out of a nine to five into your own business. Oh my goodness. It's, it's incredible. It honestly is incredible. It's a dream come true. Um, I couldn't be happier. Um, I guess going back a little bit to what I said before, you know, I've always been a hard worker. I've always been committed to my to my job, any job that I did. And uh, at the age of 28 is when I first, you know, opened up my, my private practice in counselling. And at the time, I was juggling that with my full-time job. Yep. Uh, but I, I wanted to, I had I have this passion to just help people and support them with their mental health. You know, I've been in the mental health sector for so many years now. I've learned a lot in my journey. But I, I felt the need to just give a little bit more. Yeah. So, that's what pushed me into, you know, opening up my own business. And I guess, yeah, what, three years later, I can now fully say that I'm a, a proud business owner. <laughs> fully fledged business owner. And and in and, and your time, Pam, too, I think it's worthwhile mentioning, there's a value to your time. And what's great about what you're doing now is, I remember we did an exercise together on the first call. And it was calculating your hourly rate based on your employment job and your hourly rate based on your business. And it was like you were earning so much more in your business on an hourly basis than your job that it was actually costing you money to stay in your job. So the perceived, and this, hey, this is a big mistake too, right? You can jump too early out of your job for sure. And a lot of people do that. So there's a nice transitionary time to bank and you did it perfectly. But it was costing you money to stay in your job. And I think once you understood that concept, it was logical to move, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, absolutely. so tell everyone what what what's your business? Tell us a bit about that. Tell us what you do. So I'm a mental health practitioner. So I've 
basically support people with their mental health. Um, I, yeah, like I guess I see clients who present with depression, anxiety, stress, yep. you know, like just different presentations. You'd be very busy um, in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I guess I think my thing has always been about giving value, yes. making, maybe, making my clients feel that they're heard, making them mm. feel that they matter yeah. and reconnecting them back to their life purpose. And, yeah. and that's how, that's why the name of my business is Beyond Purpose Therapy Ooh, because nice. I have that dream to help people reconnect with their life purpose. Great. Make make them believe or help them believe that they can also achieve the the dreams that I'm achieving. They can yes. also do things that other people are doing. So yes. that's really what my business is about. You know, mental health in a very simple and practical way. Yep. Um, because I think a holistic practice is is what I'm all about. Yes. You know, making sure that we're looking at all the lenses yes. in people's life and treating everyone as an equal, as an individual. Great. You know what I love <laughs> about that? You know, putting your client first or, yeah, you know, obviously you see people who succeed, not everyone, but most, well, I would say that you have to be like this, the same nature in those traits you have of caring. I don't know anyone that hasn't, has, hasn't had that and succeeded, you know, so that's very much the foundational part of what you do need because it's, it's a heart space, right? So be that as it may, though, because you are so so good at what you do, that's your magic in the world. You discovered that's what your passion is, that's what you're good at, that's what people come to you for and they pay you for that help and you help them solve a problem. They, in exchange for that problem solving, they give you money and that's how business works and I don't know if people know that. But tell me, like, since you've done that, obviously you're feeling very fulfilled and happy and this is what I love about people that actually go out uh, and 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 actually fulfill that dream they have. Not everyone has a dream, I get it, but you did one and you've fulfilled it, so it's good to see you happy. But let me ask you this. What lessons in, in, in the last three years or even in the last few months since you've been out of your job in your full-time business, what lessons about business have you learned the most, do you think, so far? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I, think, I think one of the important things is to remember first of all to get clear on what you want to deliver on the service or the product that you want to deliver and first of all be clear on that second of all be patient be patient with yourself because every business takes time yeah um there is going to be your ups and downs and you've got to just come back to that vision and and why you started in the first place oh nice yes um but i think it's also about giving more value okay to to always give more value than and what you're getting paid for basically okay and i think that's always been i guess my mantra you know making sure that people feel like they are receiving extra value yes always deliver them more than what you take because you're leaving people is yeah that's such a great foundational concept for people to understand in life let alone in business right um so always like always leave someone in a better place than they were when you first met them and if you do that in business you know my dad said to me often, he said, you know, if you look after your client, they'll look after your wallet. And that is, <laughs> is such a, it's such a simple way of approaching it. Like if you look after people and deliver on the results, you'll get what you need. And if you help enough people, you'll get what you want. Zig Ziglar, right? Oh, absolutely. And you know what? I, I actually missed the point in, in that because when I first met you, I was actually undercharging by 
quite a significant amount. And I remember my colleagues saying to me, like, Pam, you're really undercrediting yourself. You know, you're worth so much more. But at the time, I think my limiting mindset was very much around, I just want to provide value. I just want to <laughs> use this as a helping tool. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. But obviously, when you're running a business, you've got to think like a business owner. And yes. Consider the cost that it has to run a business. Yes. Um, but yeah, I guess help you've really, really helped me to understand that people will pay the price as long as you provide that service and you help them with the problem that they have, give yeah. them a solution. Yes. Um, so yeah, I guess that's uh, that's another thing. I think we talked about my business increasing. I think by forty five percent since we started the program. <laughs> that's amazing, isn't it? Like I think for everyone who's listening in, so. Those who um, those who don't know, part of the mentor, my 12-month mentorship program that Pam's in is I talk about it in my book, Money Bias Happiness. It's the five steps to millions method. And it's a very simple five-step framework to follow to build your first million. And Pam is following them to the T and she is going to be a million. It's amazing to watch, right? It's just so clear that you, you, I can see each step you're doing. But this particular step we're talking about, out for Pam is step number five, which is all about we'll make more money to manage it better, to multiply it better, right? And so your make more money is, well, I have a business, I have a vehicle, and I'm I'm improving that vehicle. So part of that call was understanding like what's my offer? Can I add more value to the offer? And as a result of that, can I also charge more? But what's fascinating about that is the limiting beliefs of of charging more is it's a personal self-worth experience and where we all struggle as human beings is you always want to deliver more than what you're taking and that's like well i I don't want to overcharge because i want to deliver way more but what you don't realize is if you don't charge more you also limit your client's ability to actually pay and pay more attention so it goes hand in hand it's like well if you charge more they will actually feel uh what would i say to this um they're buying more quality from you because if, you, if you're charging more, you're giving them more. Mm-hmm. It's the law of reciprocity, right? So that's what happened to you. You, you. you lifted it. You're getting better quality, no doubt, in clients. They're getting better results. They're happy to pay for the results more and you're getting a better business that allows you to spend more time on delivering the product that they or the service or the result they want. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, <clears throat> that's a really good point because ever since I did that, I was able to upskill even more, attend more workshops, go. attend more trainings, Perfect. give more value, right? And and I think, and and <laughs> thankfully, when I did increase my rate, all of my clients, all of my existing clients stayed. Yeah, right? because you're great. And you, you're right that you're undervaluing it. But it's just, a, it's a, listen, for everyone who's listening, it's this mindset, right? Like, so we look at your story, which is just so awesome. Mindset of the beginning, I need to make a change. So it's just a transformation experience, right? Then it's the mindset of courage. Well, I need to, I'm going to start investing. Oh, it's scary and I do it and you win. Then it's, oh my God, like I'm asking for help because I'm spinning too many plates. I take courage and leave my job and I win. Then it's, oh my God, what's going to happen if I charge more? I take courage, I step up, I grow and I win. And you're just... You're very good at that. <laughs> You're very good at that. So it's mindset. You're so good at, um, yeah, you're good at pushing that mindset and stretching yourself, and that's that's why you're winning, right? So, so let, let me ask you this. I'm really interested in this part. Um, I'll stop talking now because I don't want to listen to me. I, I want to listen to this part from you. Now you're here and doing this. You've got 
big goals. You've got to, you've just reset your last 90 day goals, which are amazing. And we're ticking them off literally now with the podcast episode. <laughs> but what is it you're wanting to really achieve? Tell us your big, bold vision. Where are we? T- where is Pam taking the beyond purpose vision in her business? <laughs> um, I like to dream big. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess my next move now is to is to a launch a, a book. Woo. You know, work on a book. Um, also open up a podcast so that I can continue to share value. Uh, but my ultimate, my ultimate goal, I guess you could say, is I want to become a public speaker. You know, I want to be presenting um, in different, yep, different opportunities just to get the word out, just to you know really empower people with their mental health. Yep. Because I think mental health is something that's going to continue to grow, and I want to be able to make sure that I'm helping more people. Um, you know in a bigger quantity you could say rather than my one-on-ones which i love but yeah i think that's my vision yeah you want to you want to make a greater impact so you you want your message and your values and your your problem solving to fall on more ears and more eyeballs right because you can help more people at scale then right and absolutely yeah and so what's great about that vision i love it it's you know it's going to come true that's the first thing and uh, <laughs> it's already happening, right? It's working. So like Pam's on the podcast, she's getting some experience here and she's doing this. And then she'll go to another one. And then we just had a quick chat in the uh, in the studio room before we push live. You know, I just said, hey, Pam, let's like consider doing a podcast. You know, really? And she's like, yeah. And now she's owning it, even on the show here in this episode, she just said, I'm going to start a podcast. And she's going to write a book, you know, and... You know, when you write a book, it's it's really just uh, it really can open up so many doors because people get a bit of an insight into you, into your principles, your your uniqueness, and so you're going to write a book, you're going to do a podcast. I dare say you may bring up a YouTube channel to throw the you know put the the burden <laughs> of pressure on you, which is spin too many plates. But I love that what you're doing now, and I think this is a good takeaway for a lot of listeners in terms of trying to bring their own magic to the world. Is you're doing a lot of Facebook lives to find your voice, right? Mm-hmm. to figure out what it is that people love about you and you're testing it. <laughs> yes, and I do say technology likes to test me, but I keep, <laughs> okay. I keep pushing back. Um, but yeah, no, it's actually been great. It's been great to just hear people, give them the opportunity to spread their message, just like I was given the opportunity, yep. um, you know, myself. So definitely enjoying the lives, but now we've got to think bigger. Yeah. So what's really interesting about that is that for everyone out there who's wondering how to start, you've got to start blogging. You've got to start doing posts. You've got to start doing Facebook Lives and Reels. And like it's there. It's just like it's free advertising, right, Pam? Like you're getting out, getting your message out there. That's the first steps because without that, you can't start a podcast. You can't write a book. You can't do any of that because you have no idea what you're going to do, right? You have no idea of content. So. Absolutely. And I think we live in a world now that everything is on social media. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well very fortunate for that because very. it's free marketing <laughs> That's exactly i don't know if people understand that concept so well but you're right and yeah it's the greatest opportunity in the history of of mankind to be an entrepreneur it really is it is so simple to start but you know it takes courage to start and it also takes consistency which is why you're being successful so i you know i'm just looking forward to um i'm looking forward to you bringing your book out and your podcast and 
how, you, how many lives you're going to change, and you'll be speaking on stages. Hey, part of that too um, is that Pam's doing. She's see what's good about Pam is that she knows where she's going, but she's also building skills to get there along the way. And you've started recently Toastmasters, right? Because you want to learn how to do public speaking a bit, bit better. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've signed up for a Toastmasters course. It's actually starting on the 25th, so Great. I'm very keen and excited for that. Excellent. Um, but again, something that I never thought I would ever be doing. And I guess <laughs> the more that that I've grown, the more opportunities that have also grown yes. with me. Um, and, and you know what? I think it's definitely important to to let your listeners know how important environment and proximity is because... I think having you so close <laughs> um, has opened up my eyes to many other opportunities. There you go. Awesome. So it's a really good principle to touch on. It's environment and proximity. So mentorship is getting close to those who are successful so you can catch it like a virus. Some things, uh, one of my mentors said to me, hey, Lloyd, some things you just got to catch. And so, hey, getting into that right environment is stretching you, it's growing you faster. And it's the cheat code of success mentorship. That's why I have it. That's why you have it. It's just like, let's go quicker because, hey, we're running out of time. <laughs> we're all going to die. And I don't know if people question their mortality enough to understand that. But uh, you're moving very swiftly and it's so awesome to see. So um, I'm just glad to be part of it. You know, I just when you're a mentor and you mentor people and they just do the things that they're capable of doing and more, you just get this really great sense of fulfillment that you change in the world you know it's awesome so it goes hand in hand but i want to thank i want to thank you for being such a great just so great to work with it's uh, it's awesome so um i know that you don't have your book out yet so we can't promote it yet but when you do find pam's book at some point in the future please grab it and of course not sure what her podcast is going to be called yet but um i will share it at some point when she launches it follow that it's going to be cool but Pam, where, where can people find you, at least follow you now? What's the best place for them to find you and, and follow your stuff? So you can follow me on um, Facebook and Instagram. My name is Beyond Purpose Therapy. Beyond Purpose Therapy. Awesome. You'll be able to find find me there. I've also got my, my LinkedIn account. And yeah, I guess just my digital business card is, what, is on what's your <laughs> What's your Instagram handle? At Beyond Purpose Therapy. At Beyond Purpose Therapy. There you go. That's it. So, hey, send Pam a, uh, a DM. Uh, if you've got any uh, questions for her, I'm sure she'd be open to answering and helping you. And uh, I just want to say, hey, it's so good to be having you on the show. It's sure. awesome. And uh, Thank you. When, when it airs, uh, we'll, Phil will uh, do all that and, um, and we'll get it out there and we'll, we'll just inspire a lot of people with this because you're just such a great, shiny example of growth and in and a result of investing in yourself which you've just done so well um so hey i just want to say thanks so much for being on the show and uh for being a legend thank you thank you so much Lloyd. you're welcome talk to you soon <laughs> bye thanks for joining us this week on the money grows on trees podcast If you like the show, you might want to check out our book, Money Grows on Trees, which you can find at LloydJRoss.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a review, and feel free to reach out to Lloyd on Instagram at LloydJamesRoss.